And welcome back to episode 15 of Four Guys in a Garage podcast. You're here with Jack, Ethan, and Garrett. Sadly, we're without our third, our fourth member, Derek, today due to an illness. You know, a lot of sickness going around. I was sick a couple weeks ago. Now Derek got Derek's got that bug. Um, prayers out for Derek. Hope you're feeling better, man. But um, the podcast must go on. So um, we're here for a bounce back week. We missed the last couple weeks due to just being busy. You know, uh, baseball started up. Jack's been wrestling. Ethan's working a lot. So a lot going on in our lives, but we're working hard to get these podcasts out for you guys. So we're in the studio today for episode 15. Started off. How's, how's everyone's last couple weeks been? We haven't been in the studio. I feel like February is kind of a cursed month when you think about it. Why is that? Because it's the shortest month, but it's also like that month that you need you need to get through to get started on your new year. February is a busy month for whatever reason. Yeah, because like January is like okay, new year, new me, and then February is kind of like the 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 dragging through the last month of like cold winter. You know? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Well, and it's a day shorter, so they're trying to cramp everything in. Yeah, a couple days. Yeah, but um, March. Once you hit March, it's gonna start to get a little warmer, get more beautiful out there. Baseball is gonna be starting. Love March. March March is a very like beautiful month. March is a good month. March is when it starts to it starts to get a little warmer. Yeah. I mean right now, probably midday you're looking at good baseball weather, but other than that, I mean once sun goes down it gets pretty cold. So March is when uh birds start chirping a little bit, grass is looking a little greener, skies are a little bluer. March is perfect, man. Yeah. But um, Jack. Jack, yeah, what, I know wrestling wrestling's been going on. How's how's that been going? Yeah, um, I unfortunately didn't make it very far in the season, so I'm done right now. Okay. So yeah, so there's a state tournament this week. I'm actually going to warm up, warm up one of my teammates. Okay. So that'll be a good time. He should he should do really well there. That's pretty cool. So yeah, and then uh, but besides that, I mean, Super Bowl was fun. I mean, I know we didn't really get a hit on that because yeah, of, like, we were all sick. Yeah, it was a, it was a cool Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't a holding. I'm st- I'm still upset that the Chiefs won. Just because I, I don't like, I don't really like them as a Broncos. Yeah, it, it felt wrong to take the ball out of Jalen Hurts' hands to end yeah. the game. It's been years since we beat the Chiefs, and they're gonna have a dynasty. Yeah, well, um, yeah, these last couple of weeks, baseball has started up. Baseball, yeah. Um, like you were saying, that January month, it's kind of it, it's a little quicker than February. Yeah, because we're just reason. practicing. When now February comes around, and we're playing games. You know. Um, this last week we had three games, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Ethan, I know you were there. Oh, Ethan's our team manager. Games. Um, we went three and zero with a little walk off action on Friday night, which is a great time. Uh, it's a good way to start off the season. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, we've got a real tough next couple, uh, games. We're in a pretty tough tournament, so make sure to come out and support us. Any home game. Uh, it's going to be a good season. Two things on that. The first thing is walk off. It's just the best, best feeling in all of sports. Oh, undoubtedly. You used to run on the field and just yeah. celebrate your win. Well, last year against Edison, we had the walk-off in the playoffs, which walking off in a regular season game is hype enough. Yeah. And then you yeah. add playoffs into it where it's, it's a it's a tight game the whole the whole way, and you're facing the end of your season. Th- that was Houston single, right? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. Was, it was, there's not many moments like that that everybody gets to experience. It's pretty awesome. And this game was especially crazy because we were down to our, our last strike. We, we It was two outs, an 0-2 count on... To our nine-hitter. Ethan Sal- or eight-hitter, Stephen Salazar, right? Yes. We are down one because we, we had a runner on second or third base. Two was outs, third? two strikes. Two outs and 0-2. We had yeah. a runner um, We had a runner on second, two outs, 0-2. Yeah, yeah. Spiked fastball. Our runner on second gets to third. Yes. Um, then Ethan two strike approach just pokes one in the outfield. A little blue pit. Tying run scores. Um, I think another pass ball got Ethan to second. Yeah. And then Preston came up and uh, did the job. Got Double. us the walk off win. Yeah. Um, just a huge moment, man. That's a nine hitter too. So really up and down the lineup. Our team, anyone could get a hit at any it's, point. It's solid. Yeah. It's hard to find a hole, but that was a that was a great moment. You don't get to experience that very often, so. Um, yeah, it's a great way to start the year. I'm For looking you. forward to what the rest of the year holds. But, uh, I, I took uh, another couple trips to Disneyland in this last couple of weeks. Really? How's that? And I just want to talk about one thing and one thing only. They, they opened up a new ride, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And I, I just think that um, it's, a, it's a solid ride. Like, it, it, like you, you might think it's a little kid ride, but really, in reality, it's the equivalent of that one Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride. Just deemed a Mickey Mouse. So, no, do you it, think it ranks up there with Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance, um, Pirates of the Caribbean rides like that? I actually did. I actually ranked it on my list because I, I keep a, list, a list for, for okay. like my favorite rides. Uh, I have um, I have Rise number one, then Pirates number two, 
Cars number three, Guardians four, Splash five, Bigger Than Our Mountain Railroad six, Indiana Jones seven, and then eighth is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Okay. Okay, yeah. I really liked, I went to the one in Disney World, and I feel like the attention to detail isn't as good as Rise of the Resistance. Like, yeah. you'll look around, and it's like, at least the one in Disney World, I don't know how the one in Disneyland is, but like, like the roof is like black. Yeah. It's not like a Rise of the Resistance where it's like, you're in like the actual like spaceship. Yeah. And like, everything's perfect, but like, but all like the scenes and stuff that you like ride by and look at, they're all awesome. I think the thing it's, it's a lot of fun. It's yeah. like a fun ride. The thing about Mickey Mouse is like so that for the Star Wars ride, it's meant to be realistic and like you're supposed to feel like you're actually inside of like a real life Star Wars thing. But for a cartoon, cartoons don't look like real life does, right? Yeah, yeah. So they they need to put you into into that environment. And um, I, I I've been reading stuff online and it seems like they did it a lot better. I haven't been on the one in Florida. But people are saying they do it a lot better in California, and also the the lines a lot better. It's like a Mickey Mouse museum type thing when you're when you're walking through the lines. Uh, cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So was was the wait very long? Um, I waited probably twenty minutes. Oh wow. Only? Well, because they have a virtual queue system, so basically, oh, okay, at seven a.m. Okay. Yeah. When when you log onto your phone, you just you, spam the you, refresh. You spam the refresh button, and you get put into like a virtual line. So you're waiting. So like the, the first day I did it, um, I got one of the first groups. So I got on, on it right away, like the, the first ride of the day, and I didn't wait a single minute. And then the second day, I got group seventy nine, and I it hit me around eleven or twelve ish. And then at that point, there was a little bit of a line that built up, and I waited the twenty five minutes or so. That's not bad at no, all. It's not bad. I prefer that to waiting in like a three yeah line. for sure. Because yes, then you can go do other things. Well, because that's the it's a new ride, so that line's gonna be. At least three hours. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, but for so sure. you said the line's really cool. Like when yeah. you walk, it's a. Whole, so is Toontown totally getting redone? Yeah. So the the left side of Toontown is still under construction right now. They oh, opened yeah. the Mickey Mouse ride to kind of alleviate the pressure. They're um they're remaking the Indiana Jones ride and to um updating it for the new movie. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they they wanted to get that open, but basically it's walled off from the ride to the left side of the, the land, and they're completely um, redoing the other left side. So like all the houses. Yeah. They're redoing all of them. What about the? Um, isn't there like a Chippendale ride? Yeah. The, so so is that getting redone or is that open too? That used to be themed to um, Gadget, one of the coasters from mm-hmm. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and, and now they're theming it into actual Chippendale. Okay. Is it going to be a bigger ride or still like the small kid I, ride? I think it's the the same size but better theming. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I, I really liked that ride when I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I mean it's good for I mean, kids. I like it now. I like yeah. every ride at Disneyland. Um, I can't. I haven't been on it in a long time. Apparently, they took the treehouse out. Then they're they're okay. making they're gonna they're making like all like other houses have like more stuff to do in them. And okay. aren't they doing what? What did they do to the old Tarzan? Like the big giant like treehouse. So thing? that's getting themed to um. It's they're gonna call it the Adventureland Treehouse, and it's gonna be like, do you know the Swift Family Treehouse in uh, Disney World? I feel like I do. So that, that that was the original one at Disneyland, and they're they're trying to get it back to like that original feeling. Okay, okay, that's pretty cool. On the topic of Disney, uh, I think that I'll take us right into our first question of the pod. We've got the be- what is the best Pixar movie? So we threw this up on our Instagram. Let our listeners uh, give us their responses. So we're gonna read through a couple of these. The first one we've got is Cars trilogy. There's no competition. Uh, honestly, that's that's a pretty solid response. The Cars Cars trilogy is solid. Um, cars one, I don't think can be matched by yeah. the, by the next two cars. Mm-hmm. I agree. But um, I mean, overall pretty solid, solid series. Cars, yeah, cars sure. was that one, that one movie that was always like in, in my mom's car, like just like playing on yeah. repeat, you know? Yeah, no, it's no matter how many times you watch it, I don't think it can get old. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it just brings me back to my child every For time sure. I watch it. And it, um, at Disneyland, I mean, arguably one of the best rides. Oh yeah, they they outdid themselves with that whole land, really. And that Radiator Springs Racers, yeah, perfect. Yeah, just really great overall. Cars is awesome. Mm-hmm, I agree. Uh, next response is Up, and personally, Up is my favorite Pixar movie. I really like Up. The storyline's amazing. Uh, Mr. Fredrickson is awesome. So, what do you what are you guys' thoughts on Up? Are you guys fans? Yeah, I like it. I like Doug. Doug is. Uh, I thought about when I got a dog like two years ago. I thought about naming him Doug. Should have. And I also like the dodo bird. I I love. Oh, what's its name? I don't remember. What's the, what's the bird's name? Oh, I forget. But because um. Wait, let me check. What's his name? thinks it's a thinks it's a boy. Yeah. And then he. Oh, named the Carl it. or no 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 that's the main character. Um, no, it's Kevin. 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 That's what it is. <laughs> Kevin's yeah. a girl. Um. So. The thing about Up is I love it, but I think the best part is at the very beginning, like the emotional max, you know? That wow. that really, 
that's a that's a double-edged sword it really draws you into the movie makes yeah. you feel connected but it's so sad yeah exactly uh, then what i wanted to bring up is because i saw this a couple of days ago they're actually on disney plus they're making a new new pixar short this is the last one that the the actor voiced um for the for the main character because he passed away sadly uh-huh. and it's gonna um see carl from up going his first date since ellie's death oh, oh wow so that's gonna be like okay. probably pretty emotional and be kind of wait wait, wait so he's gonna go on a date with another lady yeah probably like an, probably i assume an so, older so, lady. so is it like a blooper kind of and they're yeah, gonna throw it in i don't know that i, I know. like that to be honest um it says carl seems like he was a loyal guy yeah well okay but here's the thing at, at some point in your life oh well, yeah after, yeah. after some i don't know i just feel like he devoted so much to her like he like flew his house across the world for her like after she was dead you know what i, I mean a, and now he's gonna go on a date yeah, with other women. i have a question What's How up? many helium balloons do you think it would take for like us to float? Like a person? Yeah. I don't know. That has to be in like the hundred thousands. That's got to be. You could probably look that up. Yeah. We should just try it out sometime. It has <laughs> to be. That it's probably a ton of balloons. Yeah. I, I just think that it's definitely gonna. They're not gonna disregard the fact of like what, what people feel like after they lose they lose like their their wife and they have to like try to start to like live their life. Yeah. Again. I I don't know. I don't really like that a whole lot. I feel like they should have just left it as it was. I, th- I think either they could do it really right and have it like a beautiful uh, short film or just kind of just mess it up. Yeah. It's serious. So, so what other... Did, we got a lot of Toy Stories. We I know did. That. These next two responses are both Toy Story 3. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. Ever. I don't understand that. I did not like Toy I mean, Story 3 at all. Toy Story 1 guy myself. Yeah. Toy Story 3 is the perfect end of trilogy. Except yeah, it's not a trilogy. One. They made Toy it's Story. A, okay. It's a quadrilogy. The, the way I think about Toy Story is you have you have the first three films. That, that's the original trilogy, right? Right. And then the number four is an epilogue. But the problem is they're also coming out with number five now. Are they actually? Like, like, that got announced a few days ago. It's now it's just a series. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, crazy. It's now like they're doing the Fast and Furious. There's <laughs> going to be like 20 of them. In, in Toy Story 10, there are going to be superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man's going to be in it. Um, so we had two Toy Story 3s. The next few, we got Cars. Um, I think Ethan's sister came in with Toy Story 2 or Ratatouille. Oh. Which are, that's, those I'm are a, two solid movies. Fan. I like Ratatouille and Toy Story 2 solid. I, I love Ratatouille, but we don't really have that on much in our house. So I'm surprised. That Anyone can cook. Ratatouille's good. I... I like Ratatouille a lot. Jack, did you ever go on the Ratatouille ride at Disney World? No, they were actually, they were building it while I was there. Uh, okay. it, it literally opened like like a couple weeks after I, I okay. left. I was, so I was just wondering because I, I saw that and it looks pretty cool. Well, yeah, I know they have like, like I know like in the ride, I think like a stove turns on and then there's like heat. Oh, that's, that's sick. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So the last movie we've got, um, we got a few more Toy Stories, uh, one more Ratatouille. So the last one we've got is Wally. Which I feel like this is a very unpopular take right now. Um, I don't like Wally that much. You know what? And I feel like it, nobody really watches Wally or talks about Wally that much. I haven't seen Wally in such a long time, but I feel like it's not that bad. It's kind of sad. It just seems unlike a Disney Pixar movie. Like it's kind of yeah. dystopian. But and I feel like a Wally movie now would be amazing because all the new Pixar movies have honestly been pretty garbage. And all the new Disney and Pixar movies. Pixar, um, so the, I think their next movie is Inside Out 2. It, I didn't like Inside Out. Uh, I actually didn't mind it. Um, let's see Inside it. Out just seemed a little uh, weird. It was it was a little hard to watch. I don't know why. I didn't. I just didn't yeah. care for it a whole lot. It Anyone was else? Oh, on the topic of movies, another thing that I realized is I feel like the new Marvel movies haven't been as good. I've heard so. I haven't watched uh, like a brand new Marvel movie in a long time, but I've heard that the new Ant Man movie's not very I, good. I heard it's terrible. Like. Like I like from Marvel people that it's bad, and then like, multi Doctor Strange into the or Doctor the, heard that the one Doctor was Strange bad. one wasn't that good. Okay, the Wakanda one, the Black Panther one was eh. I really hope that they don't screw up Guardians of the Galaxy. I know. So here's what I heard from um, so Star Wars fans really enjoy the new Ant Man movie because it's like the the Marvel version of of a Star Wars. Hmm. That's what I've heard, but then, I haven't seen it yet. Well, then maybe I'll enjoy it. I'm a big Star Wars fan, so I, I try to. When I watch one of these movies, I try to not really look at reviews much and then try, try to see it as my own. Yeah. But I I couldn't finish Black Panther 2 when I watched it in the theaters. Worst ending. I, I didn't know. Like, I literally probably watched the first 30 minutes. You left? Yeah. Huh. I've but actually never left early it's, it's cause I was like that. I, I was just very tired, so oh. I, I, I just wanted to, to go home. That's fair. All right. Well, I think this uh, brings us to our opener question for this week. Yes, and this, is, so this question was from a couple weeks ago. We just never got to record. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the best fruit candy. This this is a hard one because um, there's so many fruit candies that are really good. Yeah. So, Jack, why don't you kick us off? Uh, well, we're thinking anything, pretty much for the most part, anything but chocolate, right? Like yeah, just yeah, along those lines. Basically, like it has to be themed to like a a, a yeah, fruit. Yeah. All right. Um, I think I'm gonna go with uh, lifesaver gummies. I can I get those like at every res- at every wrestling tournament before I get a um, I get like a lifesaver gummies and I like eat the whole bag so fast. Lightsaber it's, gummies are good, but I don't like the hard lightsabers. No, me either. But the gummies, the gummies are the good gummies though. are way superior. I agree. What about you, Garrett? Um, so I talked to you guys about this a couple weeks ago. My favorite fruit candy has got to be the Nerd Gummy Clusters. I don't know if you guys have ever had those. Yeah, I have. I don't. I just hate nerds, honestly. But it's. So, I probably wouldn't eat just a it, box of nerds, but I would eat the gummy clusters. Yeah, the gummy is really good. It tastes a lot different, actually. Okay. Yeah, it's solid. I'll it's like try it's, those it's, out sometime. It's own separate candy right there. And then, I of course, I'm notorious for having some weird food opinions, and my favorite fruit candy is banana laffy taffy. That's mm. a very very hot take. The best part about a banana laffy taffy are the jokes. I, because, I forget that because, there's jokes on those. Because the Laffy Taffy itself is terrible. Honestly, the jokes are pretty corny on those. I forgot that yeah, there's jokes they're, on they're those. just classics. Um, so what I do with those is I stick it in the fridge, get it to the point where I can just suck on it for a couple hours. That's weird. The, so you yeah. took banana Laffy Taffy and made <laughs> it even weirder I don't somehow. know if I like that. It's it's That's definitely interesting. Nice. I'll give you that. That is strange. It's like gum, but banana Laffy Taffy, and you don't chew on it. Huh. Interesting, 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 interesting. Does that take us into our sports segment? Yeah, and you know, I've never really watched college baseball much, but I really started wanna, off this weekend. I, I want to get into it this year more so. This weekend was electric. Um, I didn't get the chance to sit down and watch a lot of uh, games this weekend, but uh, it, college baseball fills up my timeline on Twitter. I watch a lot of YouTube videos on it. Um, and one game I saw this weekend that really caught my eye was the Game 3 of the Stanford Fullerton series. So uh, Fullerton took the first one. Stanford took the second game. So it came down to the third game yesterday. And man, this was a baseball game for the ages. Um, It was a neck and neck game all the way until about the ninth inning. Fullerton had like a a six run lead. And um, Stanford comes up in the top of the ninth and has a seven run top of the ninth. So Fullerton's down by one. Maybe no, they're down two. So Fullerton was up five. Stanford has a seven run, um, bottom or top of the ninth inning. Fullerton's down two. Okay, um, they've got two outs. Uh, I don't know what hitter. I don't know what like point in the order they were at, but they've got two outs. They've got a runner on. Uh, the Stanford pitcher throws this guy a high and in fastball. Right, he turns the hands on it, takes it over the left field wall, tie the game in the in the bottom of the ninth. Nice. So the game goes on for a few more innings. And I'm going to look up what the final score was right now, but it was like insane. Let me look it up. I think, uh, yes. So Stanford ended with 21 and Fullerton had 13. So Fullerton didn't score another run after that. And Stanford wow. ended up having 21. So that was a crazy 21 game. 21 to 13. 21 to 13. That is insane. Crazy game. Um, Another college baseball news, LSU ranked number one. They swept this weekend. Texas starting off 0-3. They lost wow. the series to Vanderbilt. That's which, crazy because weren't they? Texas is good, but they, they played really Vanderbilt. Good yeah. yeah. So Van- Tennessee, Tennessee was like the team last year. Oh, okay. But um, still, starting off 0-3 is not something you want to do. Uh, so the top five ranked teams right now, LSU with 3-0. and Stanford 2-1. and this is a little bit of a weird one. I don't exactly agree with this. They've got Ole Miss or they've got Tennessee at number three, being one and two, and Ole Miss being four with being three and zero. Oh. Was ten- yeah, but also it it does. They're, they're also taking like last year's yeah, and they're, and they're also taking uh, who you played. This isn't yeah. yeah. This, well, is, this and, is like power rankings. Yeah, right? and, and it's like the first like four games or whatever, so yeah. it's not that big of a deal. It's definitely going to be a fun season though. Um, a lot of good teams. Uh, one person I saw that really impressed me was um, one of the players from GCU. I think his name is Jacob Wilson. He's like they're they're saying is like the best player in college baseball right now. Really? And he goes to GCU. From GCU. Yes, so it's think, like. Uh, do you think he'll transfer? Or? No, I think he'll get drafted after this year. I think he's projected number nine in the draft. Yes, GCU Jacob Wilson. People are really liking him. 
Wait, what position is he? Did you say? I think he's a shortstop. I'm pretty sure. Let me look. Okay. One thing that I like about um, this is this is continuing with baseball, but going back to high school real fast. This season, we're finally doing series, so it's two game series every week, and that makes it so we get we don't have to face the number one every time, you know. Yeah. yeah. You can I know face the saying. number one and the number two. Yeah. Weeks and see how who they truly are, not yeah. who they are when they're ace pitches. Yeah. Yeah, so Jacob Wilson, infielder, pure, true freshman, 6'3", 190. He's projected to go pretty high in the draft, so keep your eye on him. And it is kind of weird coming out of GCU. It's yeah. like, um, what's his name? Uh, Brooks Lee from Cal Poly last year. Mm-hmm. Went very high in the draft, but he's from... Cal Poly is a very good school for baseball, but like not one of those Power 5 schools, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Or for those folks who don't watch uh, baseball, like when Trey Lance got drafted early. Exactly. Yeah. From a D2. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So... College baseball, it's going to be a good year. I like it a lot more than MLB baseball because it's basically grown men just with metal bats. I'm a big fan of MLB just because that, that's what I've grown up with. So, like, I've, I've tracked all those storylines. But I think yeah. if I got into college baseball, it'd become very interesting. And I'm, I'm definitely going to watch you play next year whenever you come. Because you're, you're going to play um, Lutheran, right? No, I'll play Biola and I'll play Azusa Pacific. Yeah, me and Ethan. Okay, you're, you're close to Azusa Pacific. I'm close to them, and I'm also close to Biola. So yeah, but college baseball is a whole lot of fun. Um, that's kind of it for sports. There's not much else going on right now. I mean, the NBA All Star Game was last night. Yeah, but it's I turned it on because I was like, why not? I'll watch the NBA All Star Game, and I was a little disappointed. I thought it would be more of um, like an actual game. But basically, what it is is there's no defense and people just dunking. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just highlight level plays. This is the first year where I, I didn't watch any of the NBA All Star Weekend. It's because we didn't have a single Warriors player in it. I mean, you've got LeBron yeah. pulling up from the logo every yeah. other shot. Did he so, make any? Yeah, he made like one. But Scrub. I think Jason Tatum had 55 points. Actually, yeah. Was he just being a ball hog? I don't. I watched until like halftime. And he was playing, he was hitting every shot, but like no one's defending him, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, maybe he just started going crazy from the three. Who won, who won the three shooting contest? Um, it was Damian Lillard. Was it Lillard? Yeah, it was Lillard. Mm. Uh, then um, Mac McClung won, yeah, won the dunk contest. That was crazy. We need to talk about that a little bit because people were saying the dunk contest was dead. If you watched the last couple of years, it hasn't been the same at all. And I think Mac McClung might have just revived it. Well, Mac was, he, he was like a social media, like, presence right in terms of doing right. cool dunks other right than he's at the nba level but he doesn't get much playing time but he decided to go do the dunk contest other than that d- basically double his career earnings and it night. did because yeah. his i saw the the graphic his career earnings was like a hundred and eight thousand dollars and from winning the dunk contest he won a hundred grand you should just do that every On year the nba he only made a hundred well, he's in the g league yeah he, oh, he, he bounces okay. in and out like I, I know he was with he was with the warriors g, g league team early on this year and now I think he's with the Sixers, is it? Yeah, the yeah. Sixers called him up on like a week to week contract. Yeah, to have him play in the dunk contest, which That's sick. was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. And he's six two. I think he's like yeah, like six two white guy. I mean, if you're, if you're a team like the Pistons or like some like irrelevant team like that, I think it's smart to have a guy like this on on your team just for like to get some press to your team like on the dunk contest and stuff like that. Give people filling yeah. the seats out. Yeah, because it doesn't really matter if, if you have this guy as your thirteenth man. You know. Yeah. I'm excited to see what the rest of the NBA season holds. It should be crazy. You've got really strong teams that are up front, but then the teams that are behind them that maybe not have those as strong of records are still holding their own. I mean, the Warriors still have a chance. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, it's similar to last year. It's going to be a little tougher this year, but I just think the West is a lot stronger. The West is strong. And it could go any way in terms of the West. And I think the East will either be the Bucks or the Celtics. Yeah, for sure. I mean, those are the two, I'd say the two favorites right now, especially the Celtics. Um, the Celtics best record in the NBA right now. Yeah, but you can't look past the Bucks either. The the Bucks because of Giannis, the Giannis factor, they're always gonna have a chance to win a ring. Exactly. And in the West, you've got the Nuggets. Nuggets, yes. Uh, I don't think they're gonna end up winning a ring just because their basketball style doesn't really suit towards like long runs. I guess when you play the yeah. same team seven times in a row. Yeah, because after after a few games, I mean, if you can start holding down Jokic, it's kind of kind of over you know what i'm saying nikola Jokic is their powerhouse he's their guy so yeah. if you can start 
holding him down, I mean, the Nuggets are a beatable team. And teams that are good at making adjustments, like they're going to eventually adjust to that situation and get to the point where they could lock Jochik down more. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's a very impressive talent. Yeah, for sure. And he doesn't look like he should be. It's like Luka. But yeah, well, he's pretty big. I mean, Jokic is big. I saw this video. I, I actually haven't watched much uh, Denver Nuggets, but I saw this video of Jokic with like a bunch of kids and they were telling him to dunk and he can't dunk. That's weird. Wait, is that ser- true? Seriously? Or what, maybe he, he was messing around. I think he was messing around. Okay, there's I don't know no because way there was a video of him trying, and like I don't know if he was just faking it, like he couldn't. But how, like, how young were these kids? These kids were like little kids. Yeah, he oh, was probably well, joking. His, his arms or him standing, just reaching up, could probably touch the rim. He's like six so eleven. No or way seven, he can't eight. dunk. Yeah, hold on. Let's see. I just looked it up. Can Nikola Jokic dunk? I can't dunk it, guys. Jokic told some kids as they implored him to slam home the basketball. Did you see me play? Oh, wait, I never what? dunk. The 6'10 star is certainly more known for his artful passing than aerial acrobatics, but he has dunked it in NBA oh, okay, game okay. before. Oh, okay. so, he, so he can't dunk. But. He can dunk, but he's not like, he's not going to throw down. Well, I saw after the game, because he got picked um, second to last in the uh, NBA All-Star draft behind uh, Derek's favorite player. Laurie Marquette. Yeah, he was he was the last pick, but he he said the the reason why he got picked last was because he's not made for this type of game. No, he's more of he's like a, the the modern day version of Tim Duncan. I feel. I really Very like. Fundamental. I like Jokic a lot. Yeah, same. I he he plays the game right and just yeah. Like, I feel, I feel the same way about Luca. Luca, yeah. Um, I I think the the Mavericks they're definitely a dangerous team, especially because Luca finally has help on his own level. Yeah, they just got to figure out some defense. I don't. I don't think they're going to win this year. Me neither. I think of down the road they will. Other than the Warriors have an outside looking in chance. The, you got to mention the Suns with KD for sure. Um, who else? Like, uh, I. I don't think the Grizzlies will. No, they talk too much trash. Yeah, I mean you can't look past the Sixers, but I don't know if the Sixers are a championship built team. I don't think so. Joel Embiid's having a crazy year, but I don't think he can take them to the promised land. Probably another second round exit. Yeah, as always. All right, uh, I think that wraps us up for sports. There's not yeah. much going on in the sports world yeah. right now. It's kind of that awkward time in between football season and MLB season. You've got the NBA going on, but it is the all-star break. So let's jump into some questions. The first question is, would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat? Um, easy. I don't read books anymore, so bite my tongue every time you eat. Wait, what? Every time you turn a page in a book, you get a paper cut, right? So you don't read books anymore, so why wouldn't you choose that one? Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. My bad. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, no. well, maybe it's also like every time you like just like have a paper maybe. Or cuz then cuz then that opens it up. Yeah. Because we're not going to read much books anymore on. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're on this MacBook. Like it's like the, these uh are with our new technology, are we going to really need paper that much anymore? I think we're going to eat more than we use paper. That's true. In the long stretch. Yeah, but I feel I, like paper cuts hurt more. Paper? Uh, I don't know, dude. Have you ever bit your tongue pretty good while you're, yeah, while you're I, eating? I guess it just depends. It's because it, sometimes I like bite it and it's like not that bad and sometimes it'll like bleed. Yeah. So. Is, is it you bite it? Because because you, you know you can literally bite your tongue off, right? Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, but not while you're eating. Like, no, like, the, no, the, no, it's possible. But that's, no, but that's like when you're in like a car accident or something and you like bite your tongue. Yeah, but the, the, the pain stops your body from doing it. Yeah, but it's like I could bite my could. finger off too. Yeah, it, it, it's weird to think about. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that, Jack? Yeah. It's crazy. Your brain just won't let you do it because of the pain. And I think that because when you get a paper cut, it's, it's not going to do much to you long term. No. But I think biting your tongue definitely has more potential for uh, damage. Have you guys, here's like the best of both worlds right here. Have you guys ever got a paper cut on your tongue from like licking an envelope to close it? Um, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got one the other day. It hurts really bad. I was like, uh, I put a card in an envelope and I like went to close the envelope. So I licked it and I like cut my tongue. Does you guys, it hurt you guys like know what's pretty every bad? time you eat? No, it actually didn't hurt that bad afterwards. Like it hurt for like about thirty minutes, and then it kind of just went away. Yeah. Okay, it I, didn't feel good though. I think what's pretty bad is when you accidentally pick like loose skin on like your, your finger, and then you just feel like that that sting for a while. Yeah, like like, like a hang, like a hangnail. Yeah, type. Oh thing. man, those, I get I get bad. I used to get really bad hangnails. Yeah, this it was bad. It's, it's not. Fun. They would like bleed a lot. Yeah, yeah. It, those, that's the worst because sometimes they get really sensitive. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my gosh, it's horrible. It's terrible. Our second question is, what is your weirdest talent? I feel like Ethan's really going to give us one here for some reason. I, Ethan, Ethan, I feel like he's got some weird talents. I, I think I do. Like, I have certain stuff that I'm extremely good at that, like, it's kind of helpful to, like, like have in your inventory. But I wouldn't yeah. necessarily say that weird. Like, I'm a really good photo editor. I'm, I'm good at, 
I, I know how people's mind works. So like I could kind of mark, I'm good at marketing mm-hmm. and co- and like convincing someone to do something, I guess. Okay. But, so you're manipulative. Well, I, yes, but <laughs> I, I don't feel like I use it in like a, in a bad way. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah. For me, I don't know. I feel like I have a lot of things that I'm like weirdly good at, but I feel like I've gotten really good at shooting stuff into trash cans lately. Really? Oh yeah. Like, like when you yell Kobe. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Now like, you yell Curry. I recently in class, or like or something, I've been shooting like a lot and stuff. Or like if I have a cup, I'll just throw it in a trash can. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten really good. Huh. Like I, I hardly miss anymore. That is a weird talent. Yeah. I don't know that I would say I have a weird. I'm gonna talent. start missing a bunch now. But. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My weirdest talent. That's a tough one. I don't know that I have a weird talent, but I've got this blackjack game on my phone. It's kind of just a casino game. And lately, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of video poker on there. It's like fake money. It's like just a the game. But man, I'm pretty good at video poker. Yeah, you have a lot more money than me on there. Yeah, I do. I lost a lot the other day, though. Really? Yeah, I'm a, I'm at like forty mil right now. <laughs> I had like a million dollars riding on Le- Team LeBron to win. So so really? Like, that's like cashed in big. No, LeBron, Team LeBron lost. Oh, wait, they lost. Yeah, Team Giannis <laughs> won last night. <laughs> Giannis won. I thought I thought LeBron won. No, Yo, Tatum did. <laughs> oh man, Tatum that, dropped the most tough. points ever. Fifty-five. Yep. All right. Um. We want to jump into overrated or underrated. Yeah, let's do it. I really like him this week. Uh, our first one is Legos. And uh, Legos is one of those things, kind of like McDonald's. At the start of, start of your life, you're like, man, this is really, really cool. And then once you get, like, middle of your – like, not 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 middle of your life, but, like, I don't know. Teen like, years. Yeah, kind of tween, I'd say. Like, yeah. not exactly, like, 16, 17, but, like, anything between 10 – like, 10 to, like, 14. 11-ish. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's when Legos are like, no, Legos aren't cool. Like, why would I play with Legos? But honestly, like, in these last, like, this last year, like, I've built a couple Lego sets, and it's very fun. Like, Legos are really cool. Yeah, they're definitely a good time. Like, and it's one of the things where, like, you can totally, like, do it, like, for an hour and then, like, leave it and then come back, like, the next day. And, like, you can make it, like, a gradual, like, thing. Yeah. You can just work on it whenever you have time. I have a hard time, like, starting a Lego set and not finishing it in the same sitting. So... I've made in the last year I've done the Imperial Shuttle from Star Wars, the white yeah. one. I've done the ATAT from Star Wars. How big is that? That one, it's pretty big. It's probably about uh if you look at the size of my microphone stand right now, like this whole thing right here, so it's probably like, like uh, so about like a foot and a half high and like two feet long maybe, or like a foot and a half long. Um yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. No, like, probably about like a foot high and maybe like 10 inches long. Okay. You know what? I think I'm going to get some Lego sets after this and just build. It's pretty cool. Um, and then I built, I got for Christmas, uh, the Mandalorian helmet. I don't oh, know okay. if you guys have seen those oh, yeah. ones where it's yeah. just like the helmets. Uh, th- those are pretty cool. Yeah. That one was, that one's cool. It's on my nightstand. It's wow. pretty dope. Lego sets are actually expensive now. They've gotten They've, expensive. Like yeah. it's like, like if you want like a big one, like you're looking at 150 bucks. Yeah. The Millennium Falcon's like 200, I think. Wow. That's crazy. Um, yeah. I used to do a lot of Legos when I was younger and, um, the thing was, I always loved building them and I loved playing with them at first, but the minute, the second they broke, I was like, I regretted buying it in the first place. Yeah. Would but you I guys like, keep the instructions? Uh, yeah, but I never rebuilt well, them. Well, no, for me, it's kind of like, I'm going to build it, and then I'm just going to leave it on my shelf. Yeah. And then just, like, don't mess with it whatsoever. Yeah, I'd always like a decoration, them. almost. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, do you know what Legends of Chima? No. No, I, don't, I have no idea what that is. Really? Yeah. When I was, like, in second grade, <laughs> that was, like, one of the big, like, Lego franchises with, like, the, the animals that would, like... Oh, yeah, like you know what? That does ring a bell. Legends um, of Chima? Me, me and Cade Peterson, we, we would have... Uh, we, we we'd like because they had like all these certain animal tribes right right and and we we would we basically like he would buy half of them and i would buy half of them and we, we just had like every single of like the animal tribes like that's their, pretty dope they're like cities and stuff and we just like battle them you guys want some lego some lego tips right now what's up so for your girlfriend buy her the lego flowers okay they're literally flowers you can put them in a vase one dollar or no no that's it's it was like 60 bucks and you get like a bouquet and so i bought them for her we built them together Dude, they don't die. They just sit in a vase in her room. It's perfect. Wow. And they're actually kind of cool looking. Like, if you look them up, um, Ethan's looking them up right now. I got her oh, those yeah, right they are, there. They are cool. Like, uh, oh, yeah, these? these. And, like, honestly, like, totally worth it. They look really cool. She likes them a lot. So, yeah, maybe try it out. I don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm, I'm how many pieces I might have to invest? It actually took us a long time to build it. Really? Like, it doesn't look like it should take that long. But uh, I'd say we worked on it for, like, an hour and well, a half. It seems very intricate. 
like very small. There's a, there's a lot, a lot of, of little pieces. pieces, yeah. But it's it's cool. Well, yeah, I like those. Lego has really expanded. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like the like I don't know if you, if you guys have seen like the cars and the mopeds and stuff. Like, yeah, those are really cool. But yeah, Lego Lego's definitely underrated. Yeah, yeah. well, you know what? I'm also gonna go underrated. I love Legos. Legos are awesome. Uh, Ethan, actually, what you got? did you know it's Lego? Like that's plural. What do you mean? Oh, really? Like, I love Lego, not Legos. I heard really. That- yeah, but heard who for, cares? I for mean, like the, the Disney 100, they're also building, they're having like a lot of new like Disney sets too. That's pretty cool, like castles and stuff like that. Did you know they discontinued the Death Star? Really? Really? Why? They would make it eventually, though, right? Like you can't buy it from Lego. You have to buy it from like other Man, people. It's probably so expensive. It is. Same with like the. If I had one, I'd resell it. And you could probably sell it for like five hundred. The the Star Destroyers. Yeah, those things are crazy expensive. Look at this Lego Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that's just wholesome. <laughs> so you, right. you got overrated or underrated? Um, I gotta go underrated, even though I don't, I don't, I haven't done it in a while. But underrated, for couple sure. years. Our next one is cheesecake. Um, man, a lot of people in this world really love cheesecake. I feel like it's such a classy dessert, but I do not like cheesecake. Really? I don't understand the hype. So I've got to go overrated I for feel cheesecake. Like he, you'd be someone who likes cheesecake for some reason. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I just I, I never really understand. I don't like cream cheese, so. Yeah, I cheesecake for me is a big hitter. Sometimes like cheesecake like will make me like so grossed out. I don't know. And then sometimes like I'll be I'll have it and it's good. I think it just depends on the cheesecake and like when it is. Yeah, I don't I'm know. also not a huge fan of cake. So yeah. that probably is part of it. What? I'm not a huge fan of cake. I either. like ice cream cake. Ice cream cake is solid. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite right there. But yeah, maybe it's just a combination of me not liking cream cheese and not liking yeah. cake. A whole so I, I'm definitely going to go over on cheesecake. Overrated. Me too. Overrated I'm going for sure. Underrated. I, I like the little bit of a... It's not, it's not a sting, but it's, it's kind of like a... It's a refined taste. Yeah. I see. I get what you're saying. All right. So for our third one, Kraft Mac and Cheese. So this is a little kid classic. Oh, totally. But you know what? I've never been a fan. Really? Really? Even when you were a kid. Never. I. Oh my I, gosh. I, for some reason, I just, for me, homemade mac and cheese is just th- a million, million well, times okay, better. So well, I yeah. just, it is. So totally. I just don't really like like craft that much. I don't know. It's just it's so easy and it's yeah. so good. Craft mac and cheese. Comparing craft mac and cheese and homemade is like comparing apples and oranges. Like obviously, you've had the um, what is it? The like is it Fleming's that has that really good? Yeah. Mac and cheese? Yeah. yeah. So like my dad makes that kind of mac and cheese, and I'll tell you, like it's a hundred times better than craft mac and cheese. Yeah. But it doesn't make Kraft mac and cheese not good. I really like Kraft mac and cheese. It it just brings me back to my childhood, you know. Kraft mac and cheese, some Dino nuggets, some ranch. Did you eat it with like cut up hot dogs? I know some kids who did that. I have done that before. Um, you know what else we would do? We would do that with like meatballs. I will say this. You know what you have to do when you have Kraft mac and cheese? What? You have to put. You, have, you get a fork. And you okay. put each one of the little oh, little yeah. things on the forks, the and you noodle. have four, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like true. four noodles on the fork or whatever. Recently, um, I have tried the Annie's uh, mac and cheese, the ones that are like the white cheddar. Yeah, how's that? Those are good. Really? It's not as good as Kraft, but it's good. I'll, I'll try it out sometime. I really like mac and cheese, though. Yeah, I, I actually love mac and cheese, but for some reason, I've just never really liked Kraft. So I'm going, I'm going to go overrated. I've got underrated, Ethan. I've got very underrated. It's an easy fix. Yeah, but I don't know if it's underrated because a lot of people love it. Maybe, pro- but uh, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's so easy to make and it's just a, it's good. I don't it know is. how expensive it is anymore, but yeah. I don't know if inflation has hit the mac and cheese market. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Inflation's hit everything. Yeah, I have a Even stockpile. Legos. Of, huh? I have a stockpile of uh, mac and cheese in my house, but really? I haven't ate it in a while. Mac and cheese date after this? I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. That's going to jump us into our next segment, Real Life Prop Bets. How, we, I don't know if we've done this one in a couple of weeks, but we no, brought it back. We, we, we've never done this one. What do you mean? Here yeah, we have. I, I just thought of it this morning. No, I'm oh, saying no, like, no, like no, no, no. Uh, the segment. Oh, we haven't done the segment oh, in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's uh, prop bet is text sent 800,000 over or under. So, Jack, you broke this down into texts per day. I, I broke it down for texts per day if you've had your phone for eight years. Okay. So that's for us if we had it in like fifth grade, sixth grade. When do you guys get your phone? Start with that. I, I got it seventh grade. I, I got think. mine like sixth grade. I got mine seventh as well. No, like summer of seventh. Like going into eighth. I don't know, somewhere around then. So I I, I rounded it down because I knew you guys have probably had your phone longer than me. Well, I didn't. 
okay i didn't have a phone number until probably eighth grade yeah but like still you could still text gotcha. with an email so it's exactly. still like the same thing yeah oh, so, so you had like an ipod type thing or? yeah 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 so if i've had it for eight years it's 273 texts a day um and that seems like a lot it seems so, like a lot but when you're in group chat some look here's the thing some days you might not i looked it up an average teen sends 100 a day but sometimes you'll just get in those conversations where you're just texting back and forth back and forth back and forth i have one question are we going to include like Instagram and Snapchat with this? Mm, what do you guys think? I'd yeah. say yeah. I, I think yeah because they're still texting. To yeah, yeah, I think it's the same concept. Yeah, it's, it is the same concept. As I'd email. say, well, my Snap score is two hundred fifty thousand. Here, let me let me pull mine up. So I've between text and received, sent and received, I have two hundred fifty thousand. So you can check how many you've sent. So, I can so, check so you would think you have like one hundred thirty thousand. I can check how many I've sent. So I'll check right now. I've sent one hundred twenty-five thousand. I've sent one hundred thirty-four thousand. I've received one hundred twenty-nine thousand. I okay. received one forty-two. So okay. So from Snapchat alone, I've got one hundred twenty-five thousand. One hundred thirty-two. So that takes out a good portion of that, and I've only had Snapchat for a couple years now. I'm I'm a I'm also big in Instagram chats or Between, not, not anymore, yeah. but over, over like COVID and everything, like True. it'd be a way to like just contact people and just like talk. I, I never exactly like messaged people on Instagram, like just like chatting but me and jack hager send a lot of like instagram reels or memes to each other on instagram so that definitely takes up a good portion it does um and like jack said group chats uh that that's pretty big portion of it i'd have to say over but not by a whole lot yeah you know i I think the same i think i'm because there's been times where i've sent like a lot in a day exactly like sometimes you'll send a lot in a day and sometimes i feel like i'll send under 50 in one day i'd say i'm probably around 700,000 maybe. Uh-huh. Uh, so I I think I'm I think I'm under that. I think I'm over. Just because of Instagram and it, Snapchat. Yeah, if if I pulled if you, you took 2020 out of the occasion, I think I'd be way under honestly. Cuz my snap score went from like 50,000 to like 200,000 in 2020 and then it's like stayed around there for since then. Yeah. Cuz yeah. I I don't I'm going to go on my phone as much as I used to. I feel like if your snap scores in like I think that's crazy if your snap scores in like millions. Yeah. Wild. I think me yeah. and Garrett have like the average snap score of our age. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say well, so. I, I don't have snaps, so I don't really like know. I d- and like, I don't know like how much. Two hundred fifty thousand since my freshman year. Like, if you break it down, like that's like I'm not exactly like no, no, it, no yeah, that's like, not that much at all. Yeah, I'm, I I got I got mine going into my so like June going into freshman year, and I'm at like two seventy. So about, yeah, about the I same. feel like that's pretty average. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I'm on my phone like oh, yeah. snapping all the time. No, that's not bad at all, and it's only a hundred thirty like. Exactly. That you, that you sent. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, so that's nothing. So I've, it's like, like I'll have like our baseball group chat where you yeah. get a lot of snaps, so you're receiving a lot. Yeah. So. And the videos make your thing go up a lot faster. Exactly. Because if someone sends like a TikTok that is like long enough, like minute, it'll like be six. like three snaps. Yeah. Mm, so it'll come okay. in as three snaps. Okay. So that that takes up a good chunk. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely over just by a little bit. Um, Today we're actually going to call in the guest, right? Yeah, I think we're going to do a guest call in. Um. Samuel Marshall Photography yeah. uh, out of Kingsburg, California. He went to school, University of Oregon, correct? Yeah. And, um, and Kingsburg. And I, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm actually his intern. So, Are you really? Yeah. So, Ethan, talk to us a little about Sam real quick from what your knowledge is of Sam, how you know him uh, while we're getting this call going. Well, uh, he was uh, friends with my uncle in high school. So I already knew him at a, at a young age from that. And then he's kind of a self-made photographer and has really flourished, like developing in his hometown of Kingsburg and yeah. the sports world and, and everything like that. And then um, I started getting into editing photos and stuff like that last season when, when Garrett told me to start the um, Instagram because I already had background knowledge in it, but I never like fully flourished it. And then now at this point, um, I'll, I'll edit pictures for him sometimes. And I'm, I even started get, taking the camera hey, out and shooting. Oh, all right, well, he's on. All right, so. we've got, up, Samuel? We've got Samuel on the phone. Yeah, we can hear you. You guys hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sounds sure. great. All right. Good to know I paid my cell bill. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sam. Well, we've got you on. We've got our last segment coming up, Hot Takes. We're skipping Pick the Lock today. But before we get started on this, Samuel, um, we've got – you were recently in a truck with the three of us here. Derek's not here today, so it's me, Jack, and Ethan. Um, tell us a little bit about how the four guys in the garage beanie saved our lives. Yeah. We need to get a marketing campaign here. Yeah, I mean, if you guys needed even more reasons to buy it, the Four Guys in Garage merch available on their website and more, I mean, it's a lifesaver. We were in hazardous conditions, 
snow was coming down. <laughs> it was like we were at the top of Everest, and we couldn't see. My defoggers weren't working. You know, a few weeks prior to this trip up to the snow, I was like, I should probably got this fixed. I did it, and next thing we know, we were trapped in the snow. <laughs> couldn't see, and all we had was uh, a four guys in a garage white beanie that saved our lives so we, so we could wipe down our windshield and see the road. Yeah, you know, and... What, What's that? What's that one quote? It's like failing to prepare is failing to succeed. Yeah, we were prepared and we succeeded. Yeah, yeah. faced a lot of adversity, but we made it. We did, and on our way back down the mountain, we saw a car that was teetering off the side of the mountain, and it was very apparent that they they did not have a four guys in a garage beanie in the vehicle. They did not. <laughs> they did not. They they were not prepared. Um, we didn't see any people inside the car or staying next to us. Hopefully everyone's all right. If they're listeners, we're, we're hoping you guys are all right. But uh, <laughs> they, they, maybe if they had a beanie, they wouldn't have been in that situation. We, we had a few close calls. You know, We, we didn't did. have four-wheel drive either. But we had a beanie and lots of, lots of heart and determination. Sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes that's just the cards you're dealt. And as we learned from the tortoise right? and the hare, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, we made it to the that's pizza right. parlor, man. We were chilling. That's right. We didn't have anyone to impress. All we need to do is just get home safe, and uh, that's and the, what we did. Yeah, and know? alive. <laughs> Honestly, but Sam, anyway, yeah, you're you're a five star driver for that one. Thank you, thank you. I mean, I've I've a lot of years under experience under my belt, and uh, I knew I needed to get you guys home safe. Otherwise, there might have been some lawsuits on my hand. Yeah, the Kingsburg Vikings baseball season might have been in jeopardy, considering half the <laughs> yes. team was there and the Instagram page. <laughs> That would be a that would be an understatement. Yeah, there would be no photos, no season. Yeah, come to think know. of it, there was a lot riding on that. I mean, you've yes, got there was a lot. You've got, I'd say, I think all the starters went up there, and it yeah. was snowing pretty hard. Our photographer, more importantly, was there. <laughs> so if something were to happen, we would have been out of our starters and our photographer. Okay, but what does yeah. Camford say about JV? He would have gone to war with the JVs. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't have been very yeah. successful though. But, uh, yeah, on the topic of the baseball season, Samuel, I, you were out there these last three games, captured some amazing photos. Um, I saw one of our coach, Caleb Wendia, rocking the nice mustache. Um, really, he said that I texted him. I sent him that picture. He said that you didn't get his good side. Oh, oh man. Well, I think his front side is the good side with that mustache. It's so, a nice, it's a nice uh, mustache. I don't know what he was doing during the off season. I don't know if he got some Bosley for men or got some <laughs> hair transplants, but that came out of nowhere. <laughs> so, Samuel, what are you what are you like most looking forward to about this uh, spring season? Spring season, uh, honestly, it sounds pretty simple, but I'm just glad the sun's out. We can be outside. The winter season, it's a, it's a dark time. You know, it's a grind going into the gym. It's cold, yeah. dark, but. I'm really looking forward to this upcoming spring season. Shooting baseball is fun. You know, I wasn't I wasn't the biggest baseball fan growing up. Uh, you know, a lot of people say it's boring. I thought it was pretty boring, but you got to learn to love it. You know, it's the nation's pastime. And there's some great moments to capture, and uh, it's a great sport to photograph. Yeah, and, I de- uh, yeah, I definitely yeah. think baseball is the best sport to. I think I think action baseball photos look the best. Yeah, no, it's. It's a tough sport to capture because the action is like a split second. And yeah. You aren't paying attention. You're going to get it. And there's very limited amounts of things to photograph. And so a lot of it's so repetitive. So you kind of have to get creative, work the angles, all that stuff, find good lighting. But it's really a good change, a good challenge. And the games are a few hours long. So you can try some new things and yeah, get some good photos. So and it helps when, uh, Helps when we're shooting these guys in the green and gold, and those new yellow uniforms are pretty fresh. Yeah, uh, we so on Thursday night after we played our first game, uh, we decided that we were going to wear the yellow jerseys the next day. So we get to the field, and they're really old jerseys. They're from like shoot, maybe like ten years ago, and so we didn't exactly have all the right sizes, not all the right numbers. So people were complaining like oh, we don't like these jerseys, like all this and that. And it's, I think it's just because they were the wrong size. They were the wrong numbers, wrong size. But the pictures, like if you look at it, the jerseys that fit well, like the uniform combo was amazing. It was amazing. I uh, I thought they were brand new uniforms. I didn't know you guys pull them out of a box. That's uh, it's pretty interesting. I don't know if they were around when I was in high school. Oh, really? If they came in. Might be early. Came in to the period in between or, or earlier. But they're really cool. They do look like throwbacks, so that makes sense. They're, they're yeah. Older. But, uh, 
it was because so we were going to go to the coast and so we needed a we were playing three games at the coast and we needed a third jersey so that way we wouldn't have to wash our jerseys and Cram- I do need to mention uh I think you had him on a few weeks ago to talk about the Niners but Gunner needed an undershirt or something he was showing way too much chest his jersey <laughs> was like a triple XL yeah you know we we all love Gunner but he needed some more drip. His, his <laughs> outfit was lacking. <laughs> Gunner was one of the uh, biggest complainers about uh, how the jerseys didn't fit. Very vocal. It's a classic Niners fan. But, uh, yeah. I mean, he leaned into one the next day, put it probably about 440 feet into the cow pasture out in left field. So It's, it's still flying. Whatever he's yeah, doing yeah, is working. He yeah. is currently yeah. leading the team in home runs. That's he is. Crazy. But, um, no, we've got, a, we've got a pretty exciting season ahead. So, Samuel, we're going to jump right into hot takes. 